This is Tenzin Gopal, aka Funk Blue. Welcome to Mix Masala with TG. I present to you the second part of the intense discussion with artist Vasvo, ex Vasvo. In this session, he dives into sharing and explaining his process, his methods, and the challenges he faces while collaborating with the local artisans in Udaipur and how the visuals play a vital role in the key of communication and understanding between them and to the viewers. If you are listening to this session for the first time, I request you my dear listener to also have a listen to Conversation with Vasbo X Vasbo Part 1 where the artist elaborates his historical experiences and events which would have a crucial role and impact later on. So don't forget to follow my social media pages and share with your people. Thank you. If you have any queries, get to me on my social pages or through my email id tenzingopal at the rate gmail.com. Um, everything changed when I moved to Udaipur and I realized I wanted my photography to change for a couple of reasons. <clears throat> I lost my darkroom because I no longer had a place in the US. I did build a darkroom here briefly. Mm -hmm. I ran up against so many problems with um, not familiar chemicals because I always use Ilford chemicals. Couldn't find them here and if I could they were really expensive. Um, dust, there's a lot of dust in Udaipur, especially during the hot season. The heat, I didn't, my, my darkroom wasn't air conditioned. I think I used my darkroom, I only made two prints in my darkroom that were any good. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then at the same time, digital had hit everybody really hard. And I was, felt I was becoming a bit of a dinosaur. So I wanted to shift to digital. So I, I taught myself digital just through YouTube videos and whatever. All right. you know, and it was just like, okay, I can do digital photography. So, during that period, how like you must have faced challenges, no? Like shifting from analog mode of working to suddenly shifting to digital. Well, I approached the digital photography for the longest time, just like I would in the dark room. I basically didn't do anything in Photoshop that I wouldn't do in the dark room. You know, I, I believe like this is the pure photograph and I would adjust the, the tonalities and the contrast and do a little burging, burning and dodging and mm -hmm. all of this, but that's all that I did. Then make the print and I ordered an Epson, I think it was a 2700 desktop printer, which at the time was very special state of the arts because they had three different cartridges of black ink. Uh -huh. It was made very specially to give you good quality black and white photographs. And I was told at the time by the Epson dealer in Udaipur here that I had the first one in Rajasthan, actually. Mm -hmm. They shipped it up from Bangalore. And uh, I started making these A3 size black and white photos. And then my friend, this is where Rajesh Sony came in. Were you printing it on uh, handmade papers or were you... I was printing on Hanamule. I was importing Hanamule paper. Okay, okay. And... Uh, from Germany, which is very expensive. Later, there's sources now in India, of course. So, Rajesh Soni had been working with me on the miniatures, which we'll get to later, 
but he walked in one day and saw these black and white photos laying on my table and he looked at them and he said, cha-cha, we can paint these. And I said, what do you mean? And then he told me a story I never knew about him because I just thought he was a sketch artist. So you knew Rajesh at that time? I knew Rajesh at that time. And then I found out that Rajesh's grandfather was Prabhulal Verma, who was a court photographer for the Maharana Bhopal Singh of Miwar, and he was famous for painting photographs. Okay. You know, silver gelatin and album and prints, and painting them with oil paints. Mm -hmm. And this skill had been passed down to his father, Lalit Soni, and then... Um, Verma and Sony are kind of interchangeable names here. So they were they were working for the royal families. His grandfather was. His grandfather. And uh, so Rajesh took a couple of my black and whites. He came back. They were horrible garish colors. I didn't like them. They were so heavily painted that they didn't look like photographs anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I talked to Rajesh. I said, "No, I'm looking for a very soft coloration. I want it to look like a photograph, but you have to add some color to it." And very quickly. Within like three, four tries, he brought me something that I liked. Okay. And I said, yeah, this is good. So we started working together, and that was in, oh God, 2006 maybe? Okay. So Rajesh and I go way back, and we became a team. And um, so all of my photos started to be painted by Rajesh Sony. Uh -huh. And I always credit him for that. And we worked out a deal where I would sign the front of the photo, and he would sign the back. So now sometimes he's signing on the front with me, and uh, but we always like market them as photos by Wazo X Wazo, hand colored by Rajesh Sony, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, and then the whole studio in Rajasthan started. I started at my old house, Chinar Villa on Ambavgar Hill here, which is a beautiful place. I had a big space like this okay. for a photo studio in that house. And then when I got kicked out of that house and had to move to Moti Mangri here because of the colonel's wife who wanted her house back, um, Ganpat said he would find me a new studio and he came back and he said, I found you a new studio. So Ganpat Bhaiya was already there? Oh yeah, Ganpat's been with me forever. And, uh, How did you guys meet? Like He came looking for a job. Okay. You know, and he actually started, he hates me to say that, he started like a chalkadar, just sort of like a guy who helped protect my house. And But very soon I just said, oh, you're too smart, you become my assistant. He was still in school, so he liked a job where he could just sit at night and study for his exams. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and he didn't really have to do much. And then one day, he, like, he graduated, and I said, it just worked for me full time. You know, mm -hmm. so that's how it all started. And uh, and was it because of uh, Rajesh approach to you know like telling uh, recommending you you know uh, you can paint your photos that led you to your uh, that led your interest to miniature or was it like already there before the miniatures have started before what happened is <coughs> uh, Dorian and Nupin coaching gave me a second show. And that's when they had the big gallery. They had a big gallery in Mattachery for a while. Not the cafe, but the big gallery. And Dory Younger flew up to see me. She saw the hand-colored photos we were making. And at that time, I wanted to have in that show um, a series of miniature paintings which basically told the foreigner's experience in India. 
-hmm. and it was called The Secret Life of Wazoo X Wazoo. And it was a box set of 10. We made a bone box that was hand-painted by RBJ. At the time, I didn't know who was painting the miniatures because I was working with a shopkeeper okay. who claimed to be the artist, but he really wasn't. Most of them were <laughs> painted by RBJ, who Rajesh introduced me later. Okay. So Rajesh introduced me to RBJ, uh, whose real name is Rakesh Vijay Varghia. So he's related to the very famous Rajasthani painter Ram Gopal Vijay Varghia. Okay. And that's another funny story because when he started working with me, like I play with names because I think like a marketer many times. <laughs> so I, you know, I became Wazwa X Wazwa and he told, I said, what's your name? He said, Rakesh Vijay Varghia. I said, nobody's ever going to remember that name. I said, let's just call you RVJ. And he said, okay, RVJ. I said, you sign them RVJ, you know, like that. Because he was unknown. He had been painting birds on note cards and things like that okay. for the tourist market. And, uh, and then one day I had flown home from somewhere and I was sitting in the Delhi airport and there was this big article in one of the newspapers about Ram Gopal Vijay Varghia. And oh. then I came back and I said, Rakesh, are you related to this man in any way? And he said, yeah, he's my granduncle. Oh. And then I was like, well, we should use this. <laughs> but he had already been branded basically as our Vijay, but yes, he's a Vijay Varghia. And um, that's how evil my mind works sometimes. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we did this series of 10 miniatures which showed in that exhibition in Cochin and everybody loved the miniatures and they were bought by an Indian collector in oh, Gujarat. Right. So they're actually in Gujarat now, that whole box set in a very well-known oh. Indian collector's home. I don't know if I should use his name, but he's famous for collecting video art, actually. All right. This is one of the few non-video art pieces that he bought. And uh, so I just decided, well, we're going to keep going with these miniatures. People mm -hmm. like them, and I had more stories to tell through them. Mm -hmm. So the way the miniatures worked is um, I would come up with the concept, and I would do, like, I'm not a good draftsman, so I would just draw, like, very rough, stick figure like people and you know we're gonna have some mountains here and there'll be a palace here and there's an Indian man here Very schematic. I'm here the basic schematic uh -huh. and Rakesh would take it away and a couple of days later he'd come back with a finished drawing which was beautiful then we'd go over the drawing and maybe make a couple more changes and mm -hmm. then he would go and paint and then he would bring me the finished miniature and I was always very happy he didn't paint the borders because I didn't want him to waste his time painting the borders and to be honest, he's not a very good border painter. That's not his right. strong point. And then we found Shankar Kumawat. And Shankar Kumawat's been our border painter for that long, too, since about 2006, 2007. And because uh, that show in Kashi was 2008. And Shankar, I found, just does this exquisite freehand Persian style, Persianate border work in pigment or in gold and it's just everybody loves the borders so much mm -hmm. so he's been our border artist for years and now we've brought Shankar's work into the main body of the miniatures many times where Shankar actually does a lot of work within the painting all right with that very detailed border so we'll might have a so usually when because now uh, in the process you're having collaborations taking place you know yeah now now the carcana mm -hmm. is <clears throat> me rajesh sony 
the photo hand colorist, RVJ, the chief miniature painter, mm -hmm. Shankar Kumawat, the uh, border artist. There's a man named Dalpat Singh who's been with us since 2014, who often paints the backgrounds to the miniatures now because there's such a demand, we sell very well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So because of that, there's like a backlog, there's people waiting for our miniatures. Sometimes they're sold before they even reach the gallery. Mm -hmm. I'm not bragging, but that's the way it is. And uh, so we had to speed up the production, and, um, and then sometimes Dalpat's brother helps. And, uh, and now Chirag Kumawat, who is Shankar's son, and I've known Chirag since he was a little kid, you okay. know, Suddenly he's grown up and he's got a degree <laughs> in art, a master's degree, graduated top in his class from the Udaipur universities here. And so Chirag has come on now. And, and actually in 2023 at the India Art Fair, we're having a solo booth, which is going to be largely paintings by Chirag Kumawat and Dalpat Singh. Not so much RVJ because RVJ has been painting for Art Abu Dhabi and Okay. Other things. Okay. So um, other gallery shows we've been having. So the Carcana changes and uh, we grow, and that's why I did the book Carcana because I wanted to explain it all because I want people to know who I work with. I don't hide the fact that I collaborate with people and other people paint mm -hmm. these things. I want it to be known. I want people to understand how we work. And I still claim authorship because they are my ideas. I mean, mm -hmm. we just had a meeting with Chirag and Dalpat last night. They came over, had some whiskeys with me, and smoked some cigarettes, and I printed out some new things, and I said, this is our next series. It's mm -hmm. four individual rectangular pieces that will be joined together to make a suite, and then we discuss well, who's going to paint what. All right. And that sounds weird, but that's the way miniature karkanas have always been. Even if you go back to Persia, if you go back to Utsad Mansur mm -hmm. with Jahangir and Akbar, you know, I mean, Mansur started as a border painter. Mm -hmm. He painted borders. And then later he was given permission to start doing the backgrounds. Then later they decided he was really good at doing animals, so he became known for doing animals, animals and yeah. birds. But other people, when, when Mansur was painting, other people were painting his borders, yeah. other people were yeah. painting his backgrounds. Yeah. So it's, it's very traditional. If you read the wonderful book by Orhan Pamuk, My Name is Red. I don't know if you've ever read that. Anybody who loves miniature paintings should read My Name is right. Red. Name it's is set in Istanbul. Okay. But it's a wonderful because in that book you have this, um, this whole story the first chapter is called what? My, I forget the first chapter's name now. It's something like my name is death or, or something. No, I am a corpse. That's the first chapter. I am a corpse. And it's somebody narrating and somebody who's been pushed down a well and killed. Oh. And his name is Elegant Effendi. Okay. And Elephant Effendi was our Shankar Kumawat. Elegant Effendi was known for his beautiful borders but he's been murdered. And oh. suspicion is somebody else in the Karkana murdered him for some reason. And it's an, I don't want to give it away, but it's yeah. a fabulous book okay. about the intrigues within the miniature workshop and how the miniature workshop works with the court and everything else. So and if uh, the listeners wants to like uh, get this book, oh, like it's on your I website? I think you can find it in India anywhere. It's, it's not my book, it's by Orhan Pamuk. Okay. Turkish author. Okay. And uh, very well worth reading. 
And you know what the book revolves around, I also am partial to that book because I think it was the Sultan in Turkey went to visit Venice and he came back and he was impressed by the Renaissance art in Venice. Mm -hmm. And he came back and he asked his miniaturist to paint something more like the Italians painted. Mm -hmm. So it was a very shocking request and people in the miniature Carcana rebelled. Like, we don't want to paint in this Western style, yeah, yeah. but the Sultan was demanding it. Okay, and then other people bring up the, the sabotage it. They say, this is sacrilege, this is against Islam, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. So it's a very, there's a political intrigue in mm -hmm. that book as well. And it's, you know, we've had some of the same issues because I'm using miniaturists, trained miniaturists, trained in the miniature tradition, to paint contemporary art, basically. Mm -hmm. Our mm -hmm. miniatures are contemporary art in a miniature style. And, you know, we have these discussions too, and like, I'll talk to Rakesh and so Dalpat and Shankar, and I'll say, okay, I wanna do this. Currently for, I should, I'll give this away a little if this goes out before <laughs> the India Art Fair, but the India Art Fair, our solo booth is called Last Ride in the Wild Wild East. Okay. okay, and it deals with Kalki. Okay, all right. And the end of the Kali Yuga. Okay. okay, okay. So it's almost like a last judgment yeah. type thing. Yeah. But because we're using Kalki in it and uh, other gods and goddesses sometimes, I always run it by the guys, are people going to be offended by this? Is this okay? <laughs> you know, well, yeah. how are people yeah, going to react? Exactly. Because I don't really know, but like Daopat's very religious. You know, all right. And um, Shankar and Rakesh a little less so, but they're also religious. The only one who's really secular in our group is Rajesh Soni. Okay. You know, who's more thinks more like I do. And uh, so you know, I have to like they have to advise me. They have to advise yeah. me because I come up with these ideas, and I don't want to be pushed down a well and found in the bone well. <laughs> so. <laughs> and especially when you're dealing with such a delicate. Right. subject matter you know for the uh, general public it's very sensitive right this exactly sort of, exactly so you need and and you can do something you think is totally and the line harmless. you know to to understand the line which you know not you can to do cross something over. you think is totally harmless but people can interpret it yeah, the wrong exactly. way and exactly. to me it's just kalki coming back at the end <laughs> of the kala yoga but who knows how people are going to spin it because they're going to see some weird things in the paintings they don't mm -hmm. expect mm -hmm. and then how are they going to react you I think it's so, very, uh, how do you say, it's good that you know you have this open sort of uh, understanding between you and the other artisans, yeah. you know, to communicate and to discuss about what sort of visual is going to come and how it's going to be constructed. Because uh, sometimes, you know, when there, if there is no conversation and that openness, you know, then we never know, you know, like, when we do something wrong, you know, and they might have like some grudge or something. The, you know? the main thing is honesty. And you know, yeah. early on people said you should have contracts with all these artists to make sure they only work for you and blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, if we can't do out of it out of friendship mm -hmm. and a mutual desire to make art, then I don't want to do it at all. Because mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. if you hold somebody to a contract, they're not going to give you their best work. They're exactly. just going to do it because... Uh -huh. It's in my contract, I have to paint this. I want people to work. Like yesterday, Dalpat and 
Chirag, they were totally excited about the new idea. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great. They're eager to paint it. And that's what I want. And I think know? because you uh, have a very different view, you have your own concept and ideas, you know, it gives them also an open space to express and uh, to experiment. And it's not like we don't have fights. I mean, Shankar, years ago, this is now. I didn't talk to Shankar for almost two years one time because I found out some of the gold that got put on some of the miniatures that got sold overseas actually in Europe was fake gold. It wasn't real gold. And he blamed it on his supplier and said somebody had given him a bad batch. I was like, you should have known better. I got very angry. It says this hurts our reputation. Mm -hmm. And we had a big fight, and I mean a really big fight, and we just didn't speak to each other for almost two years. And that's how, <laughs> this is the truth, this is how the Bundy <laughs> series started. We started a, a series, I put all the artists on the train, and we went to Bundy, and we looked at the miniature paintings in the palace in Bundy, because they're so incredible. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I said, we're going to do a series called A Dream in Bundy, we're going to make a lot of Bundy references in Bundy style, but a main impetus for that is I lost my border painter and Bundy paintings only have a red border. Yeah. So it's like, red border is great. <laughs> and, um, that's the way it works. And everybody loved the Bundy series. And then when Shanker came back in, it's like, okay, now we're doing ornate borders again. And, you know, recently I had a big fight with Rajesh Sony. I say fight, a disagreement. And I, I respect Rajesh tremendously. And I think he respects me tremendously. But he's moving on, he's, he's of an age and that he wants to like expand and do his own thing and make his own name mm -hmm. with his own photography. He wants to hand color his own photographs. More power to you, do it. I wish you well, I'll even help you as much as mm -hmm. I can. Mm -hmm. It's the way I feel. But he just sort of stopped painting for me. And then it was like, I don't ask that much of you, Rajesh. I'm happy if you paint three photos a month, that's all I need. You know, you have plenty of time to do mm -hmm. your own work. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of like wouldn't work for me for almost a year. We've just kind of resolved it now. All right. And, but, um, so tensions arise. We're not always a big happy family. But I think, I think it happens with any, it is like a family. Mm -hmm. I think it happens in any family. You have fights and sometimes brother and sister aren't getting along. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then eventually they do again. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. And with artists, I think, you know, collaborations can be sometimes be very challenging and very difficult. Right. You know, I mean, I have also experienced when I work with other artisans, you know, everybody wants to do their own part and they want, each one of us want to get highlighted, you know, right, that sort of right, right. Uh, attitude is there. But then like when, and because it's a group work, you know, you need to have like a mutual understanding and everybody's getting enough space that calculation is not like mathematics you know it's very different there because emotions also come into play and you know uh, every individual uh, the space when you have to express through emotionally it becomes very different the dimensions you know and uh, yeah i totally agree with you about you know how sometimes all these arguments and it becomes like a family and, and yeah, I, I yeah. really love everybody yeah. even when I'm fighting with people <laughs> you know it's like I was fighting with Rajesh but I still love and Rajesh. it's part of the I still love Shankar and now Shankar and I are like best friends again like at least twice a week <laughs> I go down sit on his porch and we smoke BDs together and have chai and 
chat and you know catch up on the news and mm-hmm. you know and Chirag is there too and it's wonderful and and his wife Pushpa brings us poha to eat in the morning All right. and, or so halva or something like that so it's very friendly and very they have a very lovely at family. home do you cook indian food or i have a boy named jay prakash who's actually dalit and he's been with me also since 2006 and uh, he's just wonderful he um he's just wonderful i i can't say enough about jay prakash he's smart he's a hard worker he's very loyal he's a friend you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and i pay him well and he's got a wonderful wife and two children um ganpat has a wonderful wife now and three beautiful daughters archana and nanu and who's the third one i want to say radhika but that isn't right but anyway it'll come to me <laughs> but they're wonderful daughters. All right. And they're smart. You know, I was I was out there at Gampat's house and I said to Archana his oldest, I said what do you want to be when you grow up and she said a doctor. And I said, "Oh, that's very good. You know, you study hard, you work, maybe someday you'll be working in a hospital, maybe you'll be a nurse or something." And she said, "Not a nurse, a doctor." <laughs> so she really asserted herself, which I thought was wonderful, you know. It was just like, "Good, that's the spirit. That's what yeah. you have to have if you're going to do it." People, this is the end of the second part of conversation with Vasvo X Vasvo. I hope you have learn something about you know how collaboration process is very challenging and sometimes the results can be negative but as vasvo has mentioned communication is very important communication is a bridge to uh, cement together the problems and you know solve the issues and uh, yeah communication is very important here especially when you are residing outside your native country this can truly be challenging so stay tuned for the last third session with vasvo x vasvo where he shares deeper view of his work his visuals his interaction with the landscapes henceforth he will also be giving us a little few minutes talk about his newly published book called karkhana a studio in rajasthan check out my blog for more details and stay updated and this is brought to you by mix masala with tg aka funk blue